welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged, by the unhinged. My name is Jace. And my name is Ree. You had a big week, Ree, didn't you? Something very exciting <laughs> happened. Oh, we're launching right into yeah, it. Yeah, lots okay. of ups and downs, but oh. I, I've been wanting to talk to you about this <laughs> all week. You're... Um, yeah, I saw Wendy. Yay. Wendy's back. We we have a Wendy. Um, our pod yeah, mascot, yes. our unwilling pod mascot, <laughs> unwilling pod mascot, and unaware. Wendy. Oh, <laughs> she knows she knows that she's uh that she's popular amongst my online friends, um, which she always has a good little giggle about. Um, but yeah, so her and my stepfather John got into Sydney uh, Friday night. We're recording this uh, the following Thursday. Um, and yeah, I saw her, I saw her on Sunday during the day. We had a nice little, little pub lunch, uh, situation. Um, cute photos. Both cute photos. Yes. Um, so her and her and my stepdad, um, they came to my house first and we just sat around the lounge room having a chat and then deciding what we wanted to do for the day. And like, I heard the car outside (laughs) And I ran downstairs and I just stood at the front door, like open. I just stood there, like just waiting. And as soon as she like rounded the corner through my gate and started coming up my path, I just immediately started just sobbing. <laughs> like I just start, I just started sobbing. Uh, she, like she hadn't even made it to me yet. And I already had started um, just crying my stupid little eyes out. <laughs> Um, so that was cute. And then, yeah. And then we, um, we went for a bit of a wander up King street. I showed her around Newtown. Nice little day. Uh, John showed me every photo in his camera roll. Standard man. (laughs) It was, it's like, you know, oh, here's us with some crocodiles. Here's us with all the roux. Here's us, you know, uh, doing whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, John, mum has already sent me all of these separately but it was very cute it was very cute um that they you know they told me all the things that they'd been up to uh, and I told them all the things I'd been up to um mine were a lot less interesting um a lot less interesting than traveling the country in a van yeah exactly like I was my things that I was up to was like well I I I work I go to the pub uh, I sleep. Uh, sometimes I go for a little walk. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much then it. I, I do it all over again. Yeah, I don't. I don't do a whole lot. <laughs> like I really, I really don't do a whole lot of things. <laughs> My least favorite question is, "How's your day been? What have you been up to today?" Uh, just not only because the people that ask that are not being genuine, like shop assistants and things yeah. like that. Yeah. But it's such a hard thing to answer because do you want the truth or am I supposed to make something yeah, up? Yeah, exactly. Um, just so that you don't feel bad. Exactly. I just, exactly. Oh, it's so hard to navigate. Like, you know, it's like, oh, what have you been up to? It's like, how do, do you want me, do you, do you want to know about the, the several, like, you know, breakdowns that I've had over the past couple of years while you guys haven't been here? Like, do you actually want to know about that? Or do you just want to know about, you know, um, the, how, how fantastic I am at my job? Which I'm not. 
I'm not fantastic <laughs> at my job, but I play it up because, you know, parents. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm doing so well, Mum. I'm succeeding in everything I, I put my mind to. I am the best. Uh, I thought you might want to know that, um, that you raised. Just like how you raised You me. raised a winner. But, like, you know, like other people <laughs> that are kind of, like, within our age range that are neurodivergent probably kind of get where I'm coming from because it's like our parents are of a generation where the expectations were totally yeah different and also a lot more achievable like it was a lot it was a lot more likely that you would be making a certain amount of money by a certain age and that you'd be married by a certain age have kids etc etc like owning a house yeah yeah and I'm not I'm not about to sit here and be like oh millennials are the first generation ever had to deal with this like it's it's obviously you know obviously there are (laughs) going to be people in each generation that kind of don't live up to the standards of the one before them but I feel like later gen x to earlier millennials is kind of where a bit of that divergence happened it's like you know and this is even coming from a point I mean yours is obviously yours is coming from whiteness mine is coming from white passing it's like I didn't yeah I didn't have like we don't have the same expectations put on us as people from uh different cultured families for example Mm. uh so that's another thing that like everyone has struggles in every generation across cultures across everything but everyone back then seemed to have this immense pressure on them yeah whereas I think a lot of parents now are seeing that the pressure is unnecessary and it's it's different uh what am I trying to say not goals parents want different things for their kids yeah it's hard because I know that obviously every family situation is different yeah. <laughs> but we're in a generation now who a gentle parenting is a huge thing now especially uh, on things like TikTok and stuff like there's a lot of gentle parenting videos and I know I have a lot of friends who are on gentle parenting TikTok who are not even parents but it's healing their inner child or whatever but it's yeah yeah I have seen that pop up a bit um <laughs> I, I, I don't know if this makes me a bad person, but I always hit not interested. Not because, not because I don't think that what they're doing is fantastic. It's just, I don't have children. I'm never going to have children. This is not for me. I, I find, I want to see people... videos of people being stupid, please. I find that most of my friends who are, who get those videos are not parents, but they need to reparent themselves. So I think yeah. maybe that's where the algorithm has has kind of gotten a bit confused. Like it's showing people yeah. with no children yeah. how to reparent themselves. Yeah. It can be very confronting though. It, it can be. Um, personally, I find, oh God, man, I'm going to sound like a huge asshole here. I don't want to sound like an asshole. This is just my own experience of being someone who is nearly 30 years old and seeing this stuff pop up. Um, it seems a little bit condescending to me because I'm sitting here being like, I'm an, I'm an adult. Like I, I get that I probably need to do some inner child work, but like, this isn't the way that it's going to get through to me by showing me other people within my own age group that are parents. Um, like I, yeah, that's, that's not, that's not how I'm going to do that work for me 
personally. I, I, yeah. But also, you don't like being told what to do. And so I don't like being do told to do. <laughs> I do not. If it was a grown, if it was a grown person saying, "Hey, this is what you need to do to reparent yourself," you'd be like, "Not interested. No, not interested. I will. I would rather <laughs> jump out the window. Please do not." <laughs> And this, this is why, this is why I suck at therapy so much (laughs) because I just, Mm -hmm. I don't like being told what to do. The only person that can tell me what to do is me. So in order for me to really take on ideas, it's almost, (laughs) I need to feel like I had the idea. This is like some, yes, like some fucking reverse psychology 101. It's PDA, babe. You, it's PDA. You, (laughs) That's the bottom line. I say it every yeah. week, but that's what it is. <laughs> and I'm the yeah. same. I need to think that things are my yeah. idea. Otherwise, if I feel like someone is telling me mm. what to yeah. do, the wall goes There's up. The second, the and second, like, and it may not even be their intention, and it almost certainly isn't mm-hmm. their intention, but the second that, like, the tiny, I sense the tiniest bit of what could even be misconstrued as, like, condescension or, like, talking down to me, I clam mm-hmm. up. No, not doing it. Not happening. Yep. Not not gonna happen. Like you know, like Wendy. Wendy would it's... tell me to clean my room as a kid, and even if I was fully intending on doing it, the second she told me to do it, yeah, nah, not happening now. Not happening yep. now. It has to be my idea to Same. clean my room. Mum, if you exactly. ever hear this, if I'm in the middle of something, yeah, if I'm in the middle oh. of doing something, and someone's like, "Oh, good, you're doing that." Not anymore. I'm not like. Excuse the motivation me? just flies out the window. I like instructions. Yeah. If I ask, if for I'm them, thinking like them out, if I need instructions fine. for a task, yes. I like things explained. Yes. I need things explained yes. very clearly yes. sometimes, and I appreciate that. But if I'm, for example, having a event and then someone offers me practical oh. advice, I'm like, whoa, Mm-mm. buddy, this isn't. That's Mm-mm. not what this is. No. This isn't an exchange no. of like. I, I need to speak about it. So I've started actually asking people uh, if they come to me and they say, oh, man, I feel like shit or this is happening to me. I've started being like, okay, what's your intention? Like, what do you need from me? Because if if someone just says, man, fucking this happened, this happened, this happened, and I my instinct is to go into fix-it mode. Yeah, I want to fix I know. it. I know. So I've started trying. <laughs> I know. I started trying to be like, what do you yeah. need from me? Do you do you want to vent about this? Do you want practical? Mm. Uh, do you want my advice? Do you want practical things? Because I, as we have said, I have a lot of trouble sort of picking up on what people want from me because every it confuses the shit out of me because everyone wants yeah. something different. And I get so stressed out. So now I'm just like straight up, what do you need from me? And some people might be like, oh, fuck, you don't even know what I what I need from you. That's so that's so shitty of you or whatever, but I just find it so much easier for everyone involved if I'm like, what are we doing? What what, what do you, you want you from me? You won't get that from me. Don't worry. You won't get that from me at all. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So if anyone listening here comes to me and says, I'm having an issue and I say, what do you want from me? It's not me being like, yeah, what the fuck are you talking to me about for? <laughs> I'm like gen- genuinely asking what is it that you need? I, from I me? need. I need to know what you want my role in this conversation. Exactly. To be. I. I can. I can tell you straight up. Ninety nine percent of the time, I just want. I just want to complain. Mm-hmm. I just want to complain. Unless, unless I actually ask you for advice or help, and yeah, 
I make it very clear that that's what I'm asking for. You, with me, you can safely assume that I just want to have a, a whinge yeah. and have you be like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. I Anyway. <laughs> I think. Like legit. Help me take my mind off it. That's basically exactly. it. Exactly. And I like to, I, yeah. I find that it's really hard switching from, uh, switching between people that you're talking to for me in particular. So if mm. I'm talking to you and I know that what you want from me is to take your mind off it. You're like, I'm having a shit day and I know that you want memes or you want me to joke about something or whatever. And then someone yeah. else is like, I'm having a shit day. I find it kind of hard to switch from, oh, so I have to send memes. And then that other person's like, yeah. excuse me, I'm having a shit day. And you're just glossing over it by joking. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, what the fuck do I do? And then I it have my breakdowns. It is hard, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is hard. So this is just kind of a, a lesson to everyone listening. Like be, I, I know it can be difficult sometimes, but like be clear with your intentions. Mm-hmm. Like when you, when you're opening a, that kind of conversation, uh, I mean, it's something that even I need to work on um, because I just assume that people know that I don't want advice because yeah. I don't like being told what to do. But like, not everyone knows that. Yeah. Not everyone listens to this podcast. <laughs> um, not everyone follows me on Twitter. Um, like, I don't want to be told what to do. Yeah, I just straight up don't unless it's unless it's horny. That's basically <laughs> exactly it. in a sexual situation. <laughs> if you've previously discussed it and you're like, okay, yeah. you tell me what to do in this situation. Fine. Oh yeah, but yeah, it's like. You should go pick that up off the floor. Someone's going to step on it. Oh, fuck you. I hope you fucking step on it. Like, I'm going to put more shit on the floor, buddy. <laughs> it's like I that, hope you that, break your toes. It's like that Pingu meme where Pingu's like, Pingu's <laughs> sitting on the chair and the arm um, crossed flippers. And it's like, well, now I am not doing it. That's, I feel like. Yeah, that's, that's me. I'm Pingu. Yeah. I'm so Pingu. That embodies how I feel so often. Oh, there's like, um, there's like some. There's like a screen grab of uh, Pingu like making like a card and like sprinkling glitter on it, but mm-hmm. he looks grumpy the whole time. I'm just like, that's me. Yes, that's me. <laughs> yes, it's that's a hundred percent me. It can be really hard. It, I I mentioned on Twitter the other day, mm. just to kind of keep myself accountable in all different ways that I'm trying to stop not being such a doormat but stop putting everyone else's needs before my own and projecting projecting onto other people and things like that yeah things like if if someone ropes me into a triggering topic and I can't handle it I am well within my right to be like hey I I don't have the capacity for this at the moment do you mind you know can we circle back to this when I when I'm feeling better or if I'm not going to be okay with talking about it, then I can just be like, listen, I, I can't, I'm really sorry. I can't discuss this. Previously, I've let myself be in those conversations because I'm like, well, if I don't engage, then this person will not like me. And this person will think that I'm rude or that I'm this or that. And I put a lot of pressure on myself to make sure that people don't think I'm being rude. (laughs) because I I totally understand it's so hard and I feel like even just putting it out there that that this is what I plan on doing these are my hopes for myself I worry that people will do will see me see that and and 
see that I'm applying these things and then they will get upset with me. Mm. And I have to keep reminding myself that people who get upset about boundaries or with you being honest with how you're feeling, that's their problem. Yeah. That's not my problem. They're upset because now they've realized that they can't have control over my feelings or my emotions or whatever. And they are, it's their issue with not having control anymore. It's not mine, which is incredibly hard for a people pleaser. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm still a giant doormat and I am trying to work on that. Um, I think you're a little bit further along in that journey than I am. And for Mm. that, I commend you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no, if I hold for applause, (laughs) just little, little golf clap. Off clap there. Thank you. That actually feels condescending and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> if there's anything I'm going to be on this pod, it's fucking condescending to you. <laughs> no, but but for real, for real, I, I, I am like, you know, I admire you for that. I admire the fact that you are like working on that. Um, and I think that's really good. And that's something that I definitely need to work on, like, at some point when I have the capacity to work on it because it's hard man it is hard and I got enough shit to work on right now (laughs) I'm you've got to prioritize yeah exactly you've got to prioritize what you work on I'm very lucky in that the people that I have surrounded myself with um don't ask too much of me um Mm -hmm. pretty lucky in that sense so at least I have that like the work that I do have to do I'm not necessarily going to have too many people standing in the way of that. So that's, that's, that's nice, I guess. <laughs> I, th- I think I'm only able to get to this point because I've sort of shifted through all that other shit that, yeah. that is, that was standing in the way of that. Yeah. And I've not gotten over a lot of, you know, depression, anxiety things. Cause obviously I still have all of that, but the only reason I'm able to do that like to get to this point is because I've had therapy and I've spoken to therapists about shit. And if I didn't do that, there's no fucking way. There's no way I would be at this point or even be able to think about setting boundaries with people. And everyone's at different points in their recovery or whatever. We're all fucking trying. Most of, uh, hopefully. I'm not trying. Not even most. Some people aren't (laughs) trying, but. I'm going to (laughs) be fucked up forever. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you what to do. Yeah, don't tell me to try. (laughs) Hey, Bree, don't try. Oh, but I know what you're doing now. <laughs> you're trying to tell me what to do by telling me not what not to do. I'm still not going to do it. <laughs> I'm still or not telling you what not to do by telling you what to do, but also not telling you what to do. I feel like I'm in who's on first. Um <laughs> <laughs> We are the modern day Abbott and Costello. I have always thought that about us. Uh, yes, 100% we are. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember which one is which, but yeah. It, it'll, it will probably change at some point. One day I'll be Abbott, one day I'll be Costello. We'll switch. Someday, sometimes we'll both be Abbott. Sometimes we'll both Honestly, be Costello. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. We do switch. <laughs> we do kind of switch roles a lot. Um, you know, I... <laughs> Sometimes I listen back to these episodes and I am a little bit shocked at how much we make fun of each other and how much we will very much take it in turns to just rag on each other. Yeah, it's good that it's not just one of us. Yeah, if it was just one of us, then people listening would be like, wow, Reese's a bitch. Like, 
why is Jace so mean to Ray? Like, they're both equally mean to each other. We just take turns kicking each other in the shins. We just take turns with the talking stick. With the talking stick. The talking shit stick. Hey, the whacking stick. The whacking stick. Oh, my goodness. Fucking hell. But, yeah. So, yeah, Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm seeing her again um, this coming Sunday. So... Is she back for good or is she just visiting? She's back for a little while. uh, And then I think her and my stepfather are going to go back to South Australia for a while. Uh, They, Hmm. the thing is with these motherfuckers is they never have a plan. And that stresses me out so much. And like, look, I will admit I am very prone to impulsiveness, but that's for things like I'm going to chop my hair off and dye it bright red today, or I'm going to go to the pub on a day. I said I wasn't going to go to the pub (laughs) or uh, I'm going to go into the city today and buy a bunch of shit that I don't need. Shit like that. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Knowing where I'm going to be living, Mm. uh, what I'm going to be doing to earn money. Um, whether or not I'm going to have any opportunities to see my family. Those are things that I like to maybe put a little bit more thought into. Yeah. As much as I am a hot mess, I like to put a little bit more thought into bigger decisions like that. Mm -hmm. Whereas Wendy and John are just, they're just fucking out here doing whatever. They're doing whatever. Um, But yeah, I'm going to see her on Sunday. Uh, I'm heading into Blacktown, West Point. Hey, Westie besties. (laughs) Yeah, with her and my auntie. We're going to get coffee and have a little fucking girls day. It's gross. Can you take some pictures of West Point for me, please? I know that sounds... Oh, yeah, for sure. I know it sounds ridiculous, but... No, 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 I will. West Point was such a huge part of our lives, of our childhood. It was. It was. Sometimes I will just Google pictures of West Point Blacktown and just look. No, because we spent so much time there and so many, like, formative moments of my life were there. Yeah. Like, so many formative... Oh, my God. I got... Fucking crazy. I got my first, well, my first job was at West Point, was at the big W at West Point, the old one. And then Mm -hmm. within a few months, it changed to the new one. And I also got my first, one of my boyfriends, (laughs) we had our first kiss at West Point. And I had my first kiss at West Point. (laughs) I also got fingered for the first time at West Point. Oh, oh, that's where I got fingered to Shrek 2 at West Point uh, Cinemas. (laughs) That's where I got fingered to the fucking Simpsons movie. <laughs> oh my god, that's so beautiful. I know. I love that. I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> so many it's, memories, it's, man. It's where it's where I met the first man that would like give me severe trauma. Aww. Um No, 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 it's no, a rite no. Of passage. Like, I, I I look back on these things fondly. Um <laughs> Fondly. Sorry. That was hey, bad. That's what he did. Anyway, yeah, I um, know. <laughs> I know. Anyway. <laughs> but yes, please take some photos. I would love a photo will, of like the outside of the big W. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, I don't know, just around whatever. You'll write down a list of what you want and then the text it to me. And I'll do a little I'll do a little scavenger scavenger hunt. Okay, thank you. While I'm in while I'm in fucking West Point. 
do a little scavenger hunt for you. How good would it be if you could have like a Google Maps person go through every shopping mall and just you can go and just click around the the mall like you can on streets with Street View? That would be so good. That would be sick. Just a little like virtual tour of West Point. Yeah. I would love that. That would be cool. I'm well, I will, West Point. I will aim to do that for you. I'll take some pics. Thank you. I don't know what we're going to do because like, yeah, she just kind of was just like, I'm going to be at your auntie's next weekend if you want to come out to Blacktown. I'm like, sure. Why the fuck not? She's like, all right. Um, Yeah. And then I think I was supposed to be going there for dinner as well, but I may have to cancel that because one of my best friends is playing his first gig in years. And I have to. Oh, cool. I know. And I have to go to that. And also the theme is leather. So. Oh, God. I have to go see all the hot people in leather, Jace. <laughs> I have to come from my wholesome family day, my wholesome little family day, to my leather bar event that night. I am being 100% oh serious. This, I is, this is not a joke. I don't doubt it. This I is, don't doubt this it. This is my life. This is who I am as a person. I'm going from hanging out with my mum and my auntie. <laughs> At West Point Blacktown. At my childhood shopping centre, at my childhood playground, essentially, going to a <laughs> going to a leather bar. Because wow. it's 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 fair it's fair day. It's fair day. So there's a lot of like queer stuff going on. Hmm. Um so yeah, and I think I think that's part of it. So I, I really want to go to that. But I don't I don't know how to like say to mum, hey, uh, I'm gonna blow off dinner with you guys. Uh, to watch my best friend wear leather pants and... I think you should just say it exactly like that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. I probably should just say that, hey. <laughs> I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, please. Screenshots. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I'd love to go back to West Point, but I, I don't want to see anyone from... I, I get worried that I will see people that I went to school with. I don't want that. I don't, and it's not just that I don't want them to see me because like I'm ashamed mm. of, of how I look or where I am or whatever. It's just that I don't like seeing people I know when I'm out. Me neither. It's a surprise. Me neither. Especially. I don't like it. If it, if it's, <laughs> if it's not planned, I don't like bumping into people. I mean, yeah, like same. Depending on the person, like sometimes I do, like if it's someone that I genuinely like have a lot of like love and affection for, I'll be like, oh my god, hi, and I will stop and I'll say hi to them for a couple of minutes. But if it's just like, if it's someone that I'm like, you know, acquaintances to like vague friends with, it's always awkward because it's like, what do we talk about? Because mm-hmm. we weren't intending on seeing each other today. It's like, what what do I? And then they hit you with, with the, the how you yeah. been? What have you been up to? And then you've got to be like, fuck. Not much. Like, this is so ingenuine. No one gives a shit in this situation. Why are we here? Maybe that's just me being jaded. I don't know. <laughs> no, I feel like you're allowed to be jaded. Like, we, we did say earlier, like, it is really hard to answer those questions sometimes. Like, I fucking hate small talk. Which is why it's like, if, mm-hmm. if I run into people that, like, I am genuinely somewhat close with, that's fine because I don't really need to make small talk with them because I can be like, oh, how was your job interview the other day? Or like, you know, yeah. how's this person? Or, you know, oh, what was this thing like that you did recently? Because like I know these things because I know this person and I, yeah. 
Whereas like randos, it's just like I I can't I can't remember what you did for work. I can't remember who you were fucking. I can't remember where you live. And then when they say, "Oh, what have you been up to?" What does that mean? Today? Does that mean today? This week? This month? The past three years? What What do you want? What do you want from me? Exactly. Exactly. Where am I supposed to pull my information from? And then I wonder what the last thing they remember about me is because I'm standing yeah. here being like, I can't remember what you were doing for work. I can't remember anything about your family, where you live, if you're in a relationship. You probably don't remember that shit about me. So if I want to talk about things, I will then need to give context and I don't want to fucking go into it. I am just walking down King Street mm-hmm. on my way to the fucking record store to stare at pretty things that are too expensive for me and then go and drink a coffee and smoke five cigarettes in the park. <laughs> it's such the life of a spinster. It makes me oh, think of, of Black Books. Fran oh. from Black Books. <laughs> I am Fran. I am Fran from Black Books. I'm pretty Fran? sure we've discussed this before. I'm I don't know if on the pod, but we've definitely discussed it amongst us. I'm Fran. I'm definitely Fran. I'm Manny. You're Manny. <laughs> Neither of us are cynical enough to be a Bernard, but we... I think yeah. we have potential. If Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm Fran in that I would fuck Bernard. Well, so would I. You're Manny in that you would Manny, fuck Bernard. I'd also fuck Fran. <laughs> I would actually... All of them, I think. Yeah. 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 Why not? <laughs> Do you remember when we went to see Bill Bailey? Of course I do. That was such a good day. It was so so, good. It was so nice. He was so fucking funny. Um, And I I think we may have told this story before, actually, the time that your dad had to come and pick us up from the state Mm -hmm. (laughs) theatre. Because we just didn't want to leave. We were drinking up that, just everything that comes with after a good time. And now, yeah, you're just enjoying it. And then I think we both hit the wall at the exact yes. same time. We were like, oh, fuck, we got to get yeah. out of here because it's so quick to switch from I'm having the best time to like strike of midnight. I'm going to turn to a fucking pumpkin. We got to get the fuck oh, out of here. Immediately. Oh, my God. That actually leads into something that I wanted to talk about. Um, So I, as mentioned before, I've had a very busy week. Um, mm-hmm. Saturday night, I had a very good friend of mine. Um, I had their 30th birthday that night. Yep. Um, and it was on at the pub. Because I'm always at the fucking pub. Um, <laughs> we know this. We know who I am as a person. We know it. It is a truth universally acknowledged that re a re pub. must be in want of a pub. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always the same pub. So, you know, <laughs> if, if we have any listeners in Sydney or any listeners that want to visit Sydney, fucking let me know and we can go to that pub. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so it was at the pub. And I, I just, I was in a bit of a weird mood all day, but I was like powering through it as best I could because usually I'm very good at once I get into the place and once I, you know, have a beer, have a chat with people, I perk up and I was Mm -hmm. very much relying on that tendency of mine. I was like, it'll be fine. Have a Red Bull, have some food make sure that I'm taking care of like my physical needs and the brain should right itself once I'm with my friends and once I have, you know, noise and excitement around me. And usually that works, but this time it didn't. 
And when I tell you, I had, I, I think I had the biggest kind of bout of depersonalization or dissociation. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure which one of it it was because it was kind of everything, but Mm. it's the biggest one of those that I've ever had. I literally sat in the corner and I did not, I didn't feel like I was in my own body. I did not feel like I was in my own body. And people kept coming over to check on me like, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And they're like, <laughs> even when like I was sitting with people, people would be like nudging me and be like, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? And they're like, you're, you're quiet. That's not like you. You're very quiet. And I'm just like, oh God fuck (laughs) so this means that most of the time i'm really annoying (laughs) (laughs) damn it um (laughs) but yeah and i was like oh shit like i didn't realize just how different i was appearing to people and once i got to that point i was like i need to i need to take myself out of this situation because most of the time i would be like oh it's my friend's birthday I don't want to let them down you know Mm -hmm. blah 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 blah. like I would I would put all of this other stuff first but it got to that point and I was like you know no no I really need to take care of myself in this situation there is something wrong there is something wrong I can't put my finger on what it is but there is something wrong right Mm -hmm. now I need to go home like I need to go home um -hmm. so I did and it was just really weird and I don't know I almost don't know how to talk about it because like I've I've dissociated before like that's a Mm. thing that comes with you know a disorder like BPD you you can do things like that but I've never ever felt quite not like myself as that I didn't feel like me I completely did not feel like me. And it was very jarring and very disconcerting. I did not like it at all. I really hope I don't ever have to do that again. (laughs) But would you like my take on it? Yes. (laughs) Sure. I think possibly the difference is that people were able to get through to you and then you were able to be like, oh, uh, this isn't other people are noticing this thing about me therefore it's become real and exists outside of me and perhaps maybe you kind of went through a bit of a thing like where you're like this isn't just me Mm. and things are happening around me and I need to get out of here yeah I don't know if it was a panic I need to get out of here or if you just uh set your own boundaries which is good if that's like the case and you were like I need to leave that's really good I I think it was Um, I think it was that I think it was the latter I was just like you know what the best thing for me to do right now is to take myself home and go to bed so I did that's good that is a healthy boundary to set yeah and then not to sound like my twitter feed but (laughs) (laughs) no it's okay and then the next day was the day when I saw Wendy so that perked me right back up and I felt like myself again so after Wendy was gone, I, I went to the pub again um, and everyone was very happy to see me. And they're like, how are you feeling? You're OK. And I'm like, yeah, I feel much more like me today. And like, you seem much more like you today. That's good because we missed you. I, I think it really goes to show that like just uh, in comparison of where I've been to the past in the past to where I am now, just looking at the kinds of people that I'm surrounding myself with, I mm-hmm. think the fact that I'm now surrounding myself with people that notice when something's wrong 
and try to help me and they pick up on it and mm-hmm. they try to get through to me and see what I need as opposed to just being like, oh, you're being a sad sack. Fucking yeah. have Cheer another up. beer. Chin up. Like, yeah. what's, oh, you're bringing the vibe down, Re. Oh, you're causing, oh. Dra- you're causing drama again, Re. Like, why are you trying to bring attention to yourself, Re? Fucking right your there. <laughs> right there. That one. <laughs> that one. Oh. Oh, like, yes, I love attention, but if I wanted attention, I wouldn't be sitting in the corner fucking, like, acting like a ghost. I would be on tables. I'd be making out with people. Like, come on, it's me. Like, I'm, <laughs> like, come on, that's, because, like, that's not the kind of attention that I want. I don't want the attention of, mm-hmm. oh, something's wrong with Re. Ugh, like, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. I don't want anyone to notice that ever. Please. You want like people to be like, Ree's fun and I'm having a great time yes. around Ree right now. That's what I want. I want everyone to be like, wow, Ree's really fun and hot and maybe I'm going to make out with Ree. And then they do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then they see you sitting in the corner not looking at anyone and they're like, well, I can't make out with that. Exactly. Like, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, honestly, I'm pretty proud of myself um, for handling That's that good. the way I did because even maybe a year or two ago, I would have like – I would have been really hard on myself. I would have pushed myself really hard yeah. to be more outward. And then I would have had a much bigger crash later that night yeah. or the next day. But because I did that, I was able to go home. I was able to get some sleep. I was able to kind of get myself a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, write myself a little bit. And then the next day I had a really lovely day with my mum, and I ended up meeting up with all the girls at the pub in the evening anyway. And we had a big bottle of Prosecco and it was very nice. Um, you were able to take yourself out of a situation that wasn't serving you, yes. that was causing you stress. Yes. And your recovery time was so much less because you did that for yourself. I know. Who'd have thunk it? I'm actually really impressed and really proud. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that so much. See, I also dissociate. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. In social situations, uh, I'll go quiet if there's so like too many people talking or whatever. Uh, when I did drink, mm. I the, the alcohol would give me the the confidence to just talk over the top of people and just insert myself. Yep. And I would be like, I'd be there thinking, I'm the life of the party. Everyone loves me. And, but people are sitting there going, shut up. And I think people still do that now with me, but. Oh, people definitely you know, do that. Now at least with I don't have the alcohol as an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've always found that I enjoy sitting at a table where people are having conversations and not contributing. Like I like to just sit and listen a lot of the time once you get me started, I won't stop. But in a lot of cases, I'll sit there quietly and just listen or I'll, I, I'm not a fan of eye contact or anything like that or physical contact a lot of the time. So I will stare at my drink or I'll stare in the distance yeah. and it looks like I don't give a shit or that, or that I'm upset because people aren't involving me in the conversation. But I enjoy that. I just want to sit there and listen to what everyone else is saying. I want to take it all in. I enjoy being here in that moment, even if it doesn't look like I do. Mm. And I, I, and then sometimes well-meaning people will be like, oh, Jace, so do you want to, like, you know, let's let's bring you into the conversation. It's like, I don't want that. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be brought into the conversation. Yeah. I just want to be here yeah. and have the conversation happen around mm. me. And then once I've done that, I'm like, oh, okay, this is fun. I got to see you later. <laughs> I got to go. Yeah. Because then I, not only do I feel like it's a pity thing, but also it's like, this isn't what I wanted. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
like I will involve myself when I want to involve myself. I do go nonverbal yeah. sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. My my like group of friends that I do hang out with um, at the pub, like they're slowly kind of learning that one by one because my thing when I go nonverbal is I will put my AirPods in. I'll put my AirPods in mm-hmm. and usually the way that I'll kind of like send like ground myself and get back to socialization mode it, it's because I'll get overwhelmed I'll put my AirPods in there's um a couple of songs that I'm like I'm gonna listen to this song um mm-hmm. I'll listen to like two songs and then usually by then I'm like okay I'm me again I'm within myself again um I you know I have control over my level of like stimulation here and then I'm usually yeah. happy to hop back in and they've started getting used to it. <laughs> they can just tell because, like, they'll just see me pull the AirPods out and they're like, yep, okay, don't talk to me for a couple minutes. Like, I don't know, it's kind of mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> it's nice that they're giving you a chance to recenter yourself because, like we said before, if you don't get that chance, then it's all just going to snowball exactly. and then that will lead to a meltdown. Exactly. Like, I was at a wedding a couple of years ago and I was just standing there listening to the conversation and then... Rick Glassman calls calls it uh, striking midnight or hitting midnight when when he he can tell that people are done with him. Yeah, his he feels like he's too like when he gets too Is much. Is that when people, he turns back into it's a like pumpkin. oh it's hit midnight? Yeah, <laughs> he didn't say pumpkin, but he just yeah. said it's like you know it turns midnight, and he says he says it for people who are talking to him and then he suddenly becomes too much for them and then they're like, whoa, all right, this is not a person that I want to talk to anymore. But I've kind of adapted that to be when I have hit my wall. It's like, okay, I'm not Cinderella anymore. I can't keep this up. I'm not having a good time. I've hit my wall. I got a jet. Yeah. Don't, if I leave my slipper behind, don't fucking come for me. I'll buy a new one. I don't, (laughs) I don't need it back. But I was at this wedding and people around me were talking. We were outside uh, obviously wedding reception, it was lots of lights, lots of chatting, music, all of that. And I was okay. And then it hit midnight and I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So I just left in the middle of a conversation and I went to the bathroom. I've done that. <laughs> and I went to the bathroom and I started screaming. Like oh, I was wow. crying. I was screaming. I I wanted to strip in the cubicle. I was like, I can't, I don't want anything touching me. This is too much. I need to get, I need, I don't, I'm, I was just like crying. And some poor person was in the cubicle next to me. Oh no. And she was like, do you need me to call an ambulance? Oh no. I was like, like, no, I'm okay. But, but then I, I kind of sat there for a while and I, recentered myself it was very hard to come back from that because I didn't I didn't leave when I I didn't leave before I hit the point that point I should have left five minutes to midnight but I left bang on midnight when the fucking carriage turned into a pumpkin my fucking dresses turned to rags or whatever I left it too long and at that point everything was just way too much and then it took me a long time to come back from that. I didn't want to be there anymore. I wanted to be in bed. I wanted to just not be around people. But then I was like, well, this is a wedding. It's my partner's best friend's wedding. Uh, if I go out and I say, listen, we need to go home right mm. now. I was like, that's not going to look good. He doesn't want to leave. He's fine. 
I'm the one that, you know, whatever. But yeah, that was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was hard, but it's like, yeah, uh, sometimes you just got to leave, man. And cause if you don't listen to yourself, you will be screaming in a wedding reception bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and someone will try and call an ambulance for you. Yeah. Far out, man. We've also spoken before about, um, I don't know if on the pod, but I know we definitely have spoken personally to each other about um, leaving social social situations to sit in the car. We think we have talked about this on the pod. Yeah. But that's a good analogy, I think. Like, you have to allow yourself to sit in the car. Go sit in the car. Even if it's not physically, uh, emotionally. Mentally. Just let yourself go sit in the car. You go sit in your mental car. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. Definitely. Yeah, I guess that's that's pretty much what I had to do the other night is I had to go and sit, sit in, in my car. And by by car, I mean bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching watching TikToks, chugging three liters of water, and listening to water parks. <laughs> that's it. That's if that's what you have to do to recenter yeah. and recenter and to. Uh, look after yourself then that's what you've got to do and that's part of what I'm trying to do is try not to give a shit if it looks rude because I put a lot of yeah a lot of um I put a lot of importance on being likable and by and on not being rude or seen as rude or whatever but that's mm. a selfish thing on my part it's not that I don't want to hurt people's feelings by leaving I think it's more that I don't want them to think I'm rude for leaving. Like, no, of course. So I think in a way it's a selfish thing of me and I'm trying to both set healthy boundaries and also not uh, people please so much because that's like me not giving other people that interact with me the respect and, and, it feels manipulative, I guess, is what I'm saying. Being a people pleaser mm. is inherently inherently manipulative because I'm trying to ma- manipulate them into liking me for my own personal gain. I should just right. be like, this person doesn't like me. That's fine. They don't have to like me. I'm not going to try and make them like me because then that's me right, manipulating yeah. them. But I do that so much and I've done it all my life and I'm trying really hard not yeah, to do that. It's so no, I, 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 I get it. I get it. I get it. It is hard. It is hard. I am constantly thinking about like what can I do to make people like me. Mm-hmm. Um, like this whole fucking podcast you know, is called Do You Still Like Me? <laughs> this whole podcast. <laughs> d- d- yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, it's such a big part of my personality slash personality disorder (laughs) is these intense um, feelings of like needing to be liked and needing to know that people like you and needing to know how people feel about you and what you can do to like make them like influence that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, uh, I, I want people to like me because they because I'm a nice person and because I help them because I'm a good friend to them, you know, and also cause I'm hot and <laughs> just, d- just stupid things like that. Like, <laughs> you know, and yeah, whenever I can kind of catch on that someone doesn't quite like me, it can li- like, this could be someone who is like super inconsequential to me. It can still literally ruin yeah. my day, mm-hmm. my week. I will be thinking about it. Yeah. I will be thinking about it so long. And it's really difficult because, 
like as much as right now I am surrounding myself with some really good people, um, there are like people on the periphery of that that don't know me very well yet. Um, and I'm just like, if I get even the slightest vibe that they don't like me or that they don't like me as much as I want them to yet, mm. like it's just the, the wheels start turning in my brain and I start just, I start overthinking everything. I overthink every interaction. Um, yeah. And it's, it's just really difficult to get yourself out of that cycle once yeah. you're in it. And unfortunately I've been in this cycle for like 20 fucking years <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> you know? what you're talking about, what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I've... Does it ever end? Who fucking knows? No, never. <laughs> Maybe no. with therapy, but I haven't found the exact right therapy to make that end. I'm trying. Mood. <laughs> but I find looking back, I realize that I don't know when people don't like me, but I also don't know when people do like me. For hmm. example... I have said before I wasn't bullied in high school. Everyone liked me. I wasn't popular. Like I wasn't one of the popular kids, but everyone liked me in high school. And now I'm like, maybe I just didn't notice that I was being bullied. Maybe I didn't notice that people didn't like me because there was one instance where I went to a party with a friend at another friend's house. And this person who I've never had an issue with, who I thought we were on good terms with said, I don't want you here. I don't like you. If you ever come to my house again, I will put your head through a wall. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Because I had never had an issue with that person. And now I'm thinking maybe I did have, maybe, maybe we did have issues, but I just did not pick up on it. Maybe I thought we were being, you know, we were on good terms, but they just really did not like me. And now I'm like, how many other people through school didn't like me? And I was just, I just did not pick up on it. I'd... Oh, God, don't even make me start thinking about that. <laughs> Sorry. Don't start me. I just, but I also, I also can't tell when people do like me. I am incredibly bad at picking up on flirting. I think everyone's just being Oh, me nice. too. Me too. Me too. I'm really, really bad at it. I'm so bad at it. People have to specifically say, I'm interested in you. And then I'll be like, cool. I love having you as a friend too. And then they'll be like, no, no, I find you attractive. And I'll be like, Awesome. Thanks for that. And they'll have to like spell it out for me. I just don't get it. But then on the other end of the scale, it's like someone will accidentally touch my hand and I'll be like, they're in love with me. That's it. They're in love with me. This is, we're going to, we're going to have 10 babies. We're going to get married. It's going to be a Hawaii wedding. It's going to be amazing. And it's like, I never, I never know the balance. No, for me, for me, I can't tell until their tongue is down my throat. And then I'm like, oh, even then you're like, and then you're like, what, what culture is this from where you kiss people like this to say hello? <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, no. Jace, remember, <laughs> I'm more horny than you. Yeah, Someone I know. starts kissing me, I'm like a son baby. <laughs> like, here we go. <laughs> I don't pick up on that stuff. I could literally, I don't. Yeah. And I never have. Yeah. And people have revealed to me, oh, I had such a big crush on you in high school. I was always flirting with you and it would be someone that I was interested in and I'd be like, are you serious? Mm. Like, are you joking? And why the fuck? I was like, just tell me, like, I need to be told. <laughs> I really need to be told. I did not pick up on uh, on the whatever subtle things you were doing. You need to, like, smack me across the head with it. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Listeners of this pod, if you have a crush on either of us, 
<laughs> you need to tell us. You need to tell us straight up. Just, like explicitly. The second that you hear this, fucking jump, just jump in the DMs and be like, <laughs> I have a crush on you. I think you're really. You have to cute. say it. Otherwise, we're just not going to get yeah. it. Yeah. We're not going to get it at all. We don't get it. It's. I've had so many lost opportunities, I think, where people just haven't told me straight up. And I just think, yeah. like, I'm happy, obviously, where I am now. But I just think, yeah, of course. Where, how would my life be different if this person had just said straight up, hey, I'm interested in you. Do you want to go on a date? Do you want to go out? Whatever. Oh, my God. Right. Right. Seriously, there are so many people that have revealed to me. They're like, oh, my God, I had a big crush on you when I had a big crush on them. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, my God, that could have happened. Do you understand what you've done? <laughs> do you know what you've done like like i i need to be i need to be told straight up yeah um otherwise it's just gonna fly right the fuck over my head well this person that i was talking about before we ended up dating it didn't end well but this was after mm. school um yeah and he was like i had a massive crush on you in high school and i was like i had no idea i had a crush on you too and he was like so why didn't we date and i was like well i didn't know that you ha- you had a crush on me and he was like I always had my arm around you. I always carried your books to class. I always saved you a seat at our table. And I was like, yeah. So? Like that's like a friend. Yeah. I was like, like that's... a friend would. It's like, so what? Like that doesn't I that doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm exactly the same. Like I, I perceive so much as just friendly. Yeah. Like because and especially because like I'm very verbally and physically affectionate yes. with my friends as well. Yes, I was about to like, say. And peop some people mistake that for flirting, and like sometimes it is, but most of the time it's just that I fucking love cuddling yep. my friends and like like holding hands with them and shit like that, and like telling them that I love them all the time. Yeah, I was just about to say, do you do you find that people think you're flirting when you're not? Yes. Yeah, people think that about me yes. too. It's like, well, yeah. If, if I don't show affection to people, then I'm rude. But if I show too much affection or the wrong kind of affection, then I, They're gonna I must... take it the wrong way. I must want something else from them or whatever. It's like, fuck, how... Yeah. I wish... I wish that this shit came with a rule book. <laughs> no, for real. For real. I wish it did. But unfortunately, it doesn't. And we are just two very neurodivergent... <laughs> babies trying to navigate the world Just learning how to walk and figure out how people feel about us <laughs> yeah it's hard like yeah just it's, tell us it's very difficult it's really difficult like I, I like i thought i'd be better at it by now yeah i don't like, think it's something you grow out of yeah i i tend to i tend to assume more negative mm. i think i always tend to skew more negative like, like I said, I get the slightest inkling that someone doesn't like me. I could be interpreting it completely mm-hmm. wrong, but the way my brain is going to go, my brain's going to take the, the slight negative and it's just going to absolutely yeah. fucking run with it. It's going to run to the hills with that shit. So yeah, I'm way more likely to assume negative. I feel like I've lost friendships with that because they aren't being negative towards me, but I, mm. I imagine that they are and then I try and make them like like I try and overcompensate I overcompensate and I'm like well it freaks them out yeah and then they're like well this is too much I don't want this and then that's when they leave and then I'm like fuck (laughs) 
I I've done that. I've also done the other one where I um I assume negative and I go, well, I'm gonna push them away before they push me away. Mm. And then people are just like, what what happened there? And I'm like, I, oh, I just I thought you didn't like me anymore. So I was like, all right. Bye. You try and match like, the energy, no? but you're reading the energy. I try wrong. and match the energy, but I'm way off. <laughs> yeah, been there. I, I can't read the fucking energy to save my life. I just, I don't know. People are like, read between the lines. Well, no, I shouldn't have to. Just give me all the text. I don't want to read between the lines. Put it the on lines. the lines. <laughs> exactly. That's where the text goes. Put exactly. it on the lines. <laughs> exactly. Put it there. I well, need it. Why should we have to to, to try and decipher your, your riddles three? Why? <laughs> <laughs> and we shall be friends if you can answer me these riddles three. <laughs> like... I don't want to fucking have to go through that. I don't want to have to fucking, like, beg the Sphinx for my fucking (laughs) friendship. I will if I have to, but I don't want to have to. Oh, my God. I'm just remembering... Oh, I'm just remembering that fucking, like... um, Did you ever watch The NeverEnding Story as a kid? Yes. That was my favorite fucking movie as a kid, okay? Absolutely obsessed with it. Um, Every time time I get drunk and watch it, I live-tweet it and... It's always very dumb, but very funny. Um, so watch out for that, uh, <laughs> listeners. If that ever fucking happens again, which is, it probably will sometimes. It's due. Soon. The time the, the due. It's, it's coming up. It's coming <laughs> up. It's been a while since I've done that. Um, but yeah, I'm just thinking of the scene where, um, like, Atreyu is going up to the, um, the Southern Oracle. That's like these two massive sphinxes. And, like, you know, you have to be fucking – I forget what it is exactly, but you have to, like, you know, be brave or, like, pure of heart or whatever. Yeah. And, like, he's getting up to it, and the second that he starts to doubt himself is when their eyes start opening and they're going to shoot the laser beams at mm-hmm. him. I feel like <laughs> – I feel like that all the time. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, like, the second, the second that I start thinking about it, too much is when things go wrong yeah if i if i just if i just don't think about it if i just chill and just act like a quote-unquote normal person then things go fine but no i overthink it and then i got i i get shot with lasers by the booby ladies happens to me all the time all the time (laughs) all the fucking time oh my god yeah yeah. yeah, it's that that tough. that movie has a lot of parallels to mental health things. I'll, I'm, I'll go through them one day, I think. <laughs> but that's definitely that's definitely the one I'm thinking about right now. But I shouldn't be thinking about it, or I will get shot. I'm stop I'm, thinking. I'm, I'm I'm thinking. Stop thinking. I'm I'm lining it up right now. The shot. No. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you hear that mm. Paramount Plus? are doing NCIS Sydney? I did hear that. I did. <laughs> what the I'm fuck very, is up with that? I'm very confused. Um, mm. I didn't realise that... Are the other NCISs still going? I don't know. I I haven't watched NCIS in quite a while. I used to watch it. Uh, I used to watch it. I used to love it. I used to absolutely fucking love yeah. it. NCIS... MCIS was my, before I got into Criminal Minds, it was like my one cop show that I liked. Wow. Um, well, be, yeah, I don't know. Because again, it had good characters, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I liked the, I liked the characters in NCIS as well. 
I worry about. Oh my god. Oh god, what? Oh my god. What? Jace. What? It's still going. The original <gasps> one is still going. Whoa, how is that? How long is that now? 19 seasons. 426 episodes. Nineteen seasons. I thought Criminal Minds was really fucking long running, but Jesus, it's still that's going. like close to Law and Order SVU. Yeah, yeah. Like SVU is what in the twenties now, but fuck, I that think is so. A lot. But yeah, yeah. I, um, I, and it's really funny because NCIS was originally a spinoff of I think it was Jag. Yeah, Jag. I did not um, like Jag. I didn't like Jag. I found um, Jag to be incredibly yeah. boring. <laughs> I really liked NCIS because obviously I was obsessed with Abby Shuto. Abby, yeah. Um, I, I, I got com- in high school. I got compared to her every fucking day. I mean, I guess, I guess it didn't help that I would literally wear outfits that were fucking carbon copies. Try that she. I did. I did. I wore exactly yeah. the fucking clothes that she wore on yeah. the show. Like yeah. you'd remember better than and anyone. you cut the fringe, I and you would fringe. have sometimes you would have the two ponytails. Sometimes I would have the pigtails. I would do it. Yeah. Um, damn. <laughs> you just saw yourself in that little goth science nerd. I did. I and you did. were just like, yes, I will make this my personality now. Yoink. Pretty much. Pretty much. Is she still on the show? <gasps> she left after season fifteen. Well. Yeah. Well, then I. <laughs> Not watch it past season 15. I wonder about this Australian version, the Sydney version. A, Mm. Sea Patrol and Mm. Water Rats. We kind of already done it. But yeah, I wonder how that's going to go because I don't enjoy Australian cop shows. I just Mm. don't like them. And Mm. I'm sure that some people are on on them are great, whatever. But I, you know what I think it might be? If if I watch an Australian cop show, it feels too much like copaganda. I can't separate myself. Yeah, from it. yeah. But See, American that's, that's... ones and British ones, that's not real, <laughs> because it's com- it's it's just completely removed from our everyday experience. Yeah, you know, um, which is why you know I can sit there and watch Criminal Minds because I'm not a serial killer, nor do I hunt them. Mm-hmm. This is fantasy to me i don't know the inner workings of the fbi whereas ncis sydney i fucking live in sydney this yeah. is my life this is where i am like <laughs> like i work not too far from the fucking water when i go into the office it's like i, I don't know i it's, don't know i wonder if they're going to use the submarine that's in uh in darling harbour or uh whatever you know that submarine you're allowed to tour at the Maritime Museum in Piemont? Oh, my God. Oh, I went on that. So when I worked in childcare, we had an excursion there, and I went in mm. that, and I got so fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that doesn't, me that doesn't surprise me. so sick being in that submarine. And I was, like, because I was, like, leading a bunch of kids through it, and I had to, mm-hmm. like, be the adult and I had to like outwardly seem okay but on the inside I was like I'm gonna die this this thing the the time that I'm in it is gonna spring a leak Mm -hmm. we're gonna drown I'm gonna die I'm gonna fucking die I'm gonna die and like drowning drowning is probably one of the things that I am the most terrified of same it is one of my biggest 
fears. Drowning and being burned alive both freak me out. Yeah, me too. For me, it's drowning, being buried alive, being burned alive. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It fucking, just fucking shoot me in the head. Like, yeah, it just please. fucking freaks me out. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I had to lead the kids through this submarine and I'm just fucking freaking out on the inside. The second I got back out of it, like, just this wave of nausea washed over me and I had to, like, kind of stand there with my hands on my knees for a second and, like, yeah. like lean down and just kind of stare at the ground for a bit. And the kids are like, Rhea, are you okay? And I'm like, just, just, just catching my breath kitty like yeah it was um it was a nightmare um but yeah I mean like I don't know how how would you I don't know I feel like if you wanted to like get cameras on a submarine you'd need to cut it open and I don't think they're gonna do that with that they'd have to do a set they'd film the outside but they'd film the outside maybe but yeah they'd have to do a set they'd absolutely have to do a set who would be what's in it What's the target audience here? Like, what's the premise even? I feel like possibly it's overseas audiences. I don't think it, this is for Australia. Yeah. This has got to be for Americans. It's because got to, Americans. It's got to be for Americans. It's got to be for Americans. Is there? I a, don't. I, is there a lot of maritime crime here? I mean, I feel like there's got to be, but I don't be. know about it. Like, it's not really widely talked about. Tell you what, the, the maritime crime. <laughs> The price of the fucking ferries in Sydney, that's the maritime crime. Wait. I just feel like who would be on it? Who would be on the show? You can play the you can play the Abbey. I can be the Abbey. You can be the Abbey. I can I I can definitely be the Abbey. Um, except instead of like a cool goth, I'm like a fucking emo. Um, I'm like a fucking Newtown hipster emo bitch. You're like you're like oh Like I God. rock up with I rock up in my Doc Martens with my tote bag. <laughs> You're mixing some shit in a beaker and you're like, this reminds me of the Helena film clip. And like, you're always Fuck liking you. things from my chemical Fuck romance. You. <laughs> Fuck you. Am oh. I wrong? Oh, no. I think it hurts so much because it's accurate. Oh, I fucking hate you. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh my God. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I reckon. Here's my. Okay. Glenn Robbins. As Glenn? the boss. I don't know. I, don't I find know. him very attractive. <laughs> I think I've he needs a silver really, fox. I've never or- really seen him do, like, serious stuff. Serious? Yeah. True. I think he has the chops to be a serious comedic, uh, serious dramatic actor rather than just comedic. Mm. But I think it would probably be jarring for Australian audiences to see him in a role it like that. It would definitely be again, jarring for Australian audiences. This is for, for Americans. Sure. Americans don't know. Who, like, who? like, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of like who would be big enough of a name that it would draw people in, but also not too big of a name because a really big name isn't gonna do that. Hugh Jackman. Hugh, see, Hugh Jackman's too big. He's too big. I. He's <gasps> the... Okay. So. Okay. Hear me out. Okay. Vince Colosimo. Vince. See, Vince Colosimo would be perfect. He would be perfect. He'd be absolutely perfect. I think Vince, that... I know you're listening. Vince, we hope you're in NCIS Sydney. Well, I mean, have they released who's going to be in it yet? Or have they just... I have no idea. Have they just said that it's going to be a thing? NCIS. I think they just said that it's... Sydney cast. I want to know. I want to know who's 2023 in it. release date, apparently. Mm. 
And it's with Paramount Plus and Network 10. Oh, I want to know who's in it. I'm imagining dramatic chases through the, the city. Yeah. I'll probably watch it for nostalgia's sake because I do miss Sydney. So I'll probably watch it and be like, oh, I fucking got fingered beside that building. <laughs> or I threw up in that gutter <laughs> or whatever. Oh, I got fingered while I was throwing up in that gutter. Um, <laughs> no, that one that one would be me. Um, not Okay. According to Deadline, the new drama has been slated for 2023, so filming could begin later this year. Unfortunately, not everyone is going to be able to get to know the latest NCIS team. Okay. What does that mean? Oh, okay. Okay. Unlike the rest of the franchise, NCIS Sydney will not be making its way to CBS. It's specifically for Paramount+. Plus. So, oh, it's, it's an original oh, okay. show. It's an original show for Paramount+. Plus. So... Yeah. So it might not even necessarily be to attract foreign audiences. But it will be it will be if it's on Paramount Plus. So that makes me think that it's gonna be on American Paramount Plus. Mm. So um, that seems to me like that's for American audiences. As of yet, there have been no casting announcements made for NCIS Sydney. It is still very early days, so the drama is still likely in the planning stages. Well Okay. If there's let's do if it. there's if there's open <laughs> auditions <laughs> Should I do? Oh, it? yes. Should I find yes. audition for NCIS Absolutely. Sydney? That would be so stupid. Put a Google alert. That would be so fucking stupid. Put a Google alert. Oh out. my god. No, I, I have no previous acting experience. Just channel me. I have the experience, but I can't get there. So you just channel me. What experience? Uh, we've talked about this before commercials, plays, musicals, until I reached. Mid high school, that's when I stopped doing all that shit. I was in a musical. Yeah, so you said you had no acting experience. <laughs> don't look at me. Don't come at me like I'm I'm the one discounting your fucking musical. You're the one that said you didn't have experience. Well, to be fair, the musical I was in was one of those ones where it's entirely singing, so I didn't really have to be very good at acting. I just had to be good at singing and standing on the right spot. <laughs> so if NCIS Sydney's a musical, that's... sure, I could do it. <laughs> Then I would watch it. Oh my god. I'm going to write the stage play. I will cast you in it. Thank you. Fucking Do you reckon they're going to have scenes where they go to the Maritime Museum? I mean, well, I I mean, they could have like a, like, I mean, if the Maritime Museum has like a, has like an archive or like a research section. Exactly. I don't know. But I I mean, like, I feel like they're going to be working more with, like, the Australian Navy because NCIS stands for Navy Crime. Yeah, I know. Navy Crime is sexy. Um. (laughs) Navy Crime in Sydney. Oh, Navy Crime in Sydney. There we go. That's it. Well, we've got the name cracked. (laughs) Vince Vince Colosimo is going to be in it, whether he knows it or not. Yep. Um. Yep. Fucking, Vince, uh, uh, who else is going to be in it? What's her name? What's her name? Oh, Rachel. Rachel. What's her, what's her last name? Oh, God. What's her last name? Fuck. Rachel. Rachel Fuck. Yep. No. <laughs> I know exactly who I'm thinking about. She was the, she was in Muriel's wedding. I'm looking up oh, Muriel's um, wedding cast. <laughs> Rachel Griffiths? Rachel, that's it. Rachel Griffiths. Rachel yes. Griffiths. Okay, she can be in it. She's got to be in it. Rachel, you're in it. She's got to be in it. Rachel, Vince. Who else? Fuck, I don't know. I, I, 
I am ashamed to say that I either don't know too many Australian actors or I don't register that they are Australian. I want the forgotten Hemsworth. I want Luke Hemsworth in it just because he doesn't get he needs something the, to do. The attention that his hot brothers do. He needs something do. to do. Yeah. Look, he's got he has credentials behind him. He was in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. And that, that so that's, Sons of Anarchy know, was fairly popular in the states, so that's a name. Let's let's get him in there. Get him in there. I don't like I don't know Australian actors. I feel bad. Am I a bad person for not knowing? What about Tony Collette? She could do something. She could be like the big boss. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I feel like she's a bit too big. Like she's, she's got that, like, she's got like that knives out hereditary clout now. True, but she has come back for Australian things. So mm. she might want to come back for the. We do love Tony. She's a Blacktown girl. We, we love that. She, she went to Blacktown girls. I know that for a fact. She, went to, <laughs> she, she literally she, is a Blacktown girl. Blacktown, she's a Blacktown girl. She went to Blacktown girls. Hi. Um, <laughs> Probably the most famous person from Blacktown, I think. Oh, you know who's got to be in it? Who? Melissa George. Oh, Melissa George. She's in everything be in Australian. It. She's got to be. She's got to be in it. She's fantastic. She's got to be in it. She's got to be in it. So we've got Luke Hemsworth, mm-hmm. Melissa George, uh huh, Rachel Griffiths, Rachel Vince Griffiths, Colosimo. Vince Colosimo. We need if, some color. If any of these people, uh, Deborah Malman. Bingo. Yes. Oh, uh, 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 top end wedding. Fucking Miranda. Miranda Tapsall. Yeah, there we go. Uh, although I feel like a lot of maybe the uh, actors of colour might not be interested in being in Navy propaganda. Propaganda, we'll yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll do it for the for the money. I yeah, money's good. Why not? We love money. Power to them. They should be able to. Tell you who I don't want in it. Who? Rebel Wilson. Please not Rebel Wilson. Oh my god, I am ready for her to just fade away. Please, I want her to just go into away. the background. I want just... her to go away. I the okay. fact I don't. I just yeah. I don't like. Her. I, I feel like just we're both like about to get into it about her. You go first. You go first. Okay, I don't like that she. I don't like that she purposefully put on weight because she was like, "This will make me funnier," mm. and then lost it when she got famous. Did I think she purposely using... put on weight. Yes, to be like the she... fat funny one. Yes, she said that she saw that her fellow fat comedic actors were getting more laughs than her, so she thought that she should put on weight because that's what people find funny. <laughs> she has said that specifically, and now that she's famous, she's gone and had the whatever the tummy tuck or whatever and the fucking gastric sleeve and now is skinny, which is whatever, her business. But to use fat people, fatness, as a, uh, a leg up or whatever... Also, if you're not funny when you're skinny, perhaps you're just not funny. Yeah, maybe you're just not funny. I never found her funny. I never found her funny. Never I found didn't her funny. mind her roles on um, Ronnie John's Half Hour, was it? Oh, oh yeah. Ronnie John's Half Hour was it the other one, The Wedge. One of those fucking... One of those ones, yeah. One of those ones. But that that was written for her. So she exactly. was just some fat person being doing things that... Uh, that makes fun of fat people, I guess. Oh, and she used that for the leg up. She got it. And uh, so, yeah, I don't Ooh. like it for that. Um, but, yeah. So I don't yeah. want her in our uh, I I didn't, I didn't know that about her. I just have always gotten a really weird vibe from her. Don't you love when your weird vibes are confirmed? 
bad energy from her. I get bad energy from her. Um, yeah. It, I think it also sucks. she's... she's... Go. No, 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 you go. You go. No, you go. I was just going to say, I think also she's a bit insane. Like, in a offer meds kind of possibly not looking after herself way that she needs to maybe... Have I, you seen her I, TikTok? I've... I've <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think she, I think she needs to reflect. Jarring, very yeah. jarring. I mm, worrying. I'm yeah. I, I'm wor- I'm worried. Um, I think maybe sis needs Rebel, to get off honey, social media. We're saying this with love, honey. We know mm. you're listening. Just look after Rebel. yourself, babe, and do not uh, audition for NCIS Sydney. Do not audition we for NCIS Sydney. Do not. Do not. Do we've it. disappointed ourselves, casting directors. So. <laughs> <laughs> But then again, once again, I feel like she at this point might have a little bit too much Hollywood clout to do a project like that. She mm. would, honestly, she would probably see something like that as beneath her at this point. I think. True. I think True. she would see it as beneath her. I do actually think you're right. Yeah. She wouldn't come back for it. I feel like even like we mentioned Tony Collette before. I feel like Tony Collette would come back for it and not see it as beneath her. Yeah, in... Tony. Tony Collette's up for anything. It's just yeah. it's just a case of like whether or not they would approach her. Exactly, and if she's whether or not they be doing a something on her, and whether she whether or not she's doing something, yeah, yeah. Sorry to all the Rebel Wilson fans out there that we've just sorry to all but... of the three Webble 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 Wilson. We're so sorry for all the three. So sorry for the Webble Wilson fans. <laughs> okay, her name is really fun to say with a li- with a Webble with a... Wilson. <laughs> Webble Wilson. I feel like Are I'm. Are we being uh, analyst? I don't know. Well, considering <laughs> considering we're the ones that talk like this sometimes, I feel like we can do it. I do. I this, can't. I can't get words out of my mouth sometimes. Yeah, you know same. this. You have to fucking yeah. edit me. Yeah. Yeah. I also have that issue, so I feel like because yeah, I just do, want everyone to understand, and I want everyone to commend Jace for doing what they do. <laughs> In that they have to edit my janky ass audio files <laughs> that I send over to them because I'm working from my shitty little laptop that does not like to work and my internet is awful because I live in Sydney. Um, if <laughs> yeah. if you have a, to try uh, and make me sound somewhat tolerable. If it seems like we don't transition very well from topic to topic or a chunk's been taken out, it's likely because sometimes Ree's audio glitch Mm. and I have to try and cut it sometimes I can cut half a sentence and keep the whole bit in and it's fine but sometimes it will cut at like a a crucial part and then it's like losing the punchline to a joke or losing half the setup to a joke the punchline's awesome half the setup's gone it's like fuck gotta scrap the whole joke but it's good we always work it out we do always work it out but yeah you have to make me sound like Like, like I'm speaking in coherent sentences when honestly, sometimes it's not the audio glitching. It's just me. (laughs) You glitching. (laughs) It's just me glitching. It's just me not being able to, my brain goes too fast for my mouth and the words are tumbling Mm -hmm. down from my brain and they don't quite make it out of my mouth. And then I say Webber Wilson. (laughs) Webber Wilson, we know you're listening. (laughs) We are sorry. she's gonna come after us on her tiktok <gasps> she does that i forgot it's gonna be weird 
She's gonna look I'm sorry, at us Webble. With, she's gonna look at us with those dead eyes and those horse teeth. <gasps> Apologies to people who have horse teeth. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it. I just don't I just think Rebel Wilson is not a great person. Um for using yeah. using fatness for clout. Like fuck yeah. that. Which I'm just built like this. I don't really have a choice in the matter, babes. Um But we can't really see. My shirt. Jace is wearing Perfect. a shirt that says, I can't quite read it. What's it say? It says fat brat. Fat brat. Jace is a fat brat. Yeah. Look, I yeah. should have what Rebel Wilson has. Yeah, you should. Like the why fame level. Not- <laughs> why aren't you Rebel Wilson? <laughs> Look, I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Probably we because to, I never applied myself. We need to make but, Jace you know. the next Rebel Wilson, except oh, uh, ex, except actually funny <laughs> and naturally fat. <laughs> I'm the next Rebel Wilson. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're going to make you the next Rebel Wilson. Oh, Lord. I regret saying that now. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make you the next Rebel Wilson. I'm going to be the next Abby Shuto. You know, we're going to live our Hollywood dreams. <laughs> we're coming for your crowns because i feel like i feel like we do chalk talk about that chalk we do chalk about that we do <laughs> see see i told you um we do talk about we're that talking a- about webber wilson <laughs> right now we're talking about webber wilson um <laughs> now you sound like sean connery <laughs> i'm talking about webber wilson Composure, composure. We do talk a lot about having our own TV show or like pitching movies yeah. and shit. Honestly, I think both of us just really regret that we never properly did got anything. into acting. Yeah. Because I know that we both did drama and I definitely wanted to be an actress. That's what I wanted to do with my life. Same. I wanted to but... do as well. And one of my goals is still to be an extra or a special guest on Law and Order SVU. Hopefully it keeps going until I can apply myself. I believe you can do it, uh, even you. if, you know, just as, even as a cadaver or something. Abracadaver. <laughs> I'd make a great dead body. You would make a great dead Wait, is <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Just cut back to me saying earlier that I'm not a serial killer. <laughs> and then... <laughs> make a great dead body <laughs> staring me in the face being like you'd oh, make a you great would. dead body Jace. you would make such a good dead body fucking <laughs> oh my god oh god jesus <laughs> fucking christ so yeah ncis sydney NCIS we have casting for you we have a casting for you and jace i have a question for you <laughs> What is the question? I would love to hear it. Even though I just said that you would make a great dead body. (laughs) (laughs) And or that you should be the next Rebel Wilson. (laughs) Do you still like me? Yes, because I feel like I should take Rebel's crown. You should. You should. They're coming coming for for you. you. They're coming for you, Rebs. Yeah, I am coming. I'm, I'm running. It will take me a while, but I'm on the way. (laughs) Rebel Wilson with a cane. That's you. (laughs) Uh, Re. Yes, Jace. (laughs) Even though I have decided to set boundaries and uh, 
stop pr- pretending to make other people feel better and in turn I'm worried that that will make people hate me. Do you still like me? I do still like you. I'm very proud of you. And now I'm like, oh, you made your question like a nice thing. And I talked about how you're Rebel Wilson with a cane and you should be a dead body. Um, I guess that sums up our friendship right there. It's okay. I liked it. (laughs) All right. Well, then, good night, everyone. This has been another episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at DYSLMPod. And you can also contact us at DYSLMPod at gmail.com. You can find me, Ree, on Instagram and Twitter at Remansel. And you can find Jace on Instagram at Jace.Cordova and on Twitter at Jace Cordova. Thanks for listening.